Welcome to Sunday Funday, where every episode, this husband and wife give you the scoop on a different ice cream flavor. I'm your King Cone, Marcelo Goldberger. And I'm your Ice Queen, Carolyn Crow. Today we'll be talking about Reese's Peanut Butter Ice Cream, and we are joined by a super special guest. He has been podcasting for 10 years, mostly for the LA Meekly Los Angeles History Podcast, and a brief but unforgettable stint as the producer on Jordan Jesse Go, one of my favorite shows. His current show is Candy is Dandy. It's the world's only candy review podcast where each week they pick a different candy, give its history, and review it and rate it live on the air. So a lot like this show, but with candy. They've covered everything from Butterfinger to every flavor of jelly bean, and they even once had Carl Tart on their show. Big get. Great get. <laughs> and today we have a great get. It is Daniel Zafrin. Hi, Daniel. Hello. Thank you for Welcome. having me. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I was I, I was so excited that there was an ice cream version of <laughs> I was like, well, this is this uh, now I get to make the candy one and I get to enjoy the ice cream version yes. myself. That's why we got into podcasting, just to share, you know, and share alike yeah. and do, do each other's podcast yeah. to, to entertain me. Yeah. <laughs> to I entertain really... somebody. I'm glad it's working. <laughs> More than just our neighbors and immediate family members are listening. Because <laughs> you've broadcast it out through the walls. You better believe recording. it. Yes. Just pop yes. it. Before we get into today's flavor, let's have a little ice cream social where we dish about what's going on with us. But most importantly, Daniel, we ask our every guest the same question cone or cup? Ooh. Uh, I, there is a right answer. I know. There's a third answer that I, I'm not even <laughs> thinking of. Uh, I do I do cone, mm -hmm. but I'm always afraid they're going to charge me extra for the cone. Oh, interesting. So, Wait, but, but, do they not? Oh, if it's like, are we talking like one of the waffle things or just like the cardboard ones that you eat, which <laughs> I really like? That is a distinction, like. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you like, I, you like the cardboard ones? I love the card. I love eating cardboard. Mm. But I, <laughs> w w there are exceptions like when uh, Italy came up before the recording started, like when we're in a place where we're traveling and we're eating a lot of ice cream, mm -hmm. I will go with cup because I'm like, I can't have four cones a day yeah it's a marathon <laughs> not a sprint in that case exactly so and this... as long as the marathon's free yeah <laughs> so this is a volume choice for you it sounds like yeah i but i mean you know day to day mm -hmm. i will maximum be having one ice cream serving a day okay. so <laughs> so if i go to a place which by the way i i don't know how it is by you but here in los angeles it's a 650 a scoop of ice cream at, at most places and Ooh. so that's part of the reason why i'm like well, certainly they're going to charge me $3 for this yeah. cone. <laughs> if they can upsell me on anything, they will. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go like, especially if I'm spending six fifty dollars on one scoop, I want yeah. it to, I want to feel satisfied. Okay. So, but what's like, what's your ideal? Like in a perfect world, you don't have to spend anything on this ice cream cone. What's the perfect like uh, conveyor? Oh, I'm still getting a cone. I mean, if it's completely free, I would get a waffle cone or like the chocolate dipped <laughs> waffle cone. But I won't be that greedy. I'll be happy with the cardboard one. Even in your wildest fantasies, you're not going to go for no. the chocolate. That's too uh, greedy. Okay, the, the perfect cone will be an entire 
strawberry shortcake and it's <laughs> the ice cream is inside of it it's just on top of a cone yeah. entire thing on top yeah. of a cone and that's the third option that you referred to i know so i go. got it <laughs> uh now so besides your favorite cone or cup uh configuration is is there anything going on in your life these days that, that um... you can bring to the social well, I I just avoided COVID. Congratulations. I, yeah, my wife got it and I somehow did not get it. Oh. And I was really scared because last time I got it, I lost my taste for like three weeks. And I was afraid like, I've got to taste ice cream right. for the show. <laughs> I've got to taste candy for my own show. And I thankfully that I have full taste abilities. Oh. So I'm I'm very happy about that. And how's your wife doing? She's and she's flying to Europe right now. She oh. like she just finished her whole quarantine thing, <laughs> luckily just in time for her trip to wow. Europe. So now I'm okay. all alone with a tub of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and a strawberry shortcake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if the two might fall against each other, just <laughs> to say you won't eat both. What's going on with you, Marcello? What about you? What's going on with me? Uh, I just got back from a sweet, sweet bachelor party up in the mm. Catskills for my good oh. for my good man Travis. Um, so that was an awesome, awesome weekend with some good friends. Yeah, it it you were footloose and fancy free for like four days. It was amazing. Didn't Footloose <laughs> take place in the Catskills? Ooh, I think you're thinking of Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Oh. <laughs> well. we only Did know you... that because we've had that discussion many times oh, this really? weekend. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there was a surprising lack of, we would just watched a bunch of like bad movies and stuff like that. Good movies, bad movies, good, bad movies. It was a, a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And a hot tub and a creek and a creek into the hot tub and then you get the hot tub into the creek. So a bunch of 40 year old dudes in a creek. <laughs> and a lady. Uh, Woodstock all there over There was a again. lady at this thing? Hold on, uh -oh. hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this oh, is breaking dear. news. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm here for this. That's fine. <laughs> this is so awkward in front of our guests. She's cool. <laughs> she can hang. It's Travis is really good friend. I don't doubt it for a moment. It was just, it's just actually. I think I am recalling that you said a while ago that there was going to be a lady at this thing. Never yeah. mind. Everything's totally cool. Was That's it my wife? Better. Is yeah. that where my wife went? Oh my gosh! Yes, she told oh, you it no. was Europe, but it was yeah, the Catskills cat <laughs> with a bunch of random dudes. Yeah, America's Europe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go over some ice-cold facts about Reese's. Carolyn, what do you have for us this time? Once again, I have been a little bit remiss in my homework. Um, usually this is where I give some uh, lightly researched information about the ice cream, but what I did this time instead was I listened to the Candy's Dandy episode oh, no. about Reese's. <laughs> Yes. Oh no, we're going to have wrong information now. <laughs> and now the spotlight turns on you. I know. Who's in the hot seat? So, uh, you you all do such a great job of researching all of the different candies that you taste on that show and the the Reese's episode was so interesting to me and I absolutely do not want to talk about all of the information that you go over, but I I just want to hear Daniel what what do you recall as being some of the more interesting moments from Ooh. the history of the Reese's, which I believe is your favorite candy? I would, you know, after, as with so many things that I've walked into a recording, like this is my favorite <laughs> thing. 
uh, I realize, well, maybe something else is my favorite thing. But Reese's are still really high up there. Mm-hmm. Peanut M&M's maybe will be the top. Mm. But let's see. what. Do I... Something that stuck with me was the um, inventor of the Reese's was a man whose last name was Reese. And tell tell us about how he got started with the Hershey company. I thought that his first job with Hershey was interesting. He was, it was a, and you correct me, it was a (laughs) like automated cow milking department that was like unheard of. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we're going to get so much milk out of these cows using robots. (laughs) And and it like completely failed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's I, so I, and then he like, so then he left and then he came back and then asked Milton Hershey permission to start his own candy company and mm-hmm. got like kiss the kiss the ring and mm-hmm. he said okay and he started making these like combination boxes almost of like some of them were really gross I don't know like one of them was like chocolate covered dates or something yeah, yeah. so so you said in your I, I'm sorry I'm just gonna uh do what Please. I do with Marcelo every day and describe a podcast to you um so Mr. Reese it seems had 16 children right. and he uh created a combination box of chocolates that had 16 different flavors and a bunch of them were like named a- I guess all of them were named after his children you can't have 16 children and 16 flavors and not name every right after a kid right that would be yeah. messed up um but yeah the chocolate covered dates was one the molasses was another one that i was sort of like i don't know yeah i i just chocolate and molasses is such an awful sounding combination yeah it would have to be a very specific chocolate and a very specific molasses i think i love that all these stories are always like some some dude just made some weird choices with machines (laughs) and ended up making like an empire of dessert like yeah a lot of failures i I do remember that the because the peanut butter variation in his box named after his child's peanut butter it was <laughs> it was like uh, people were like oh this is the good one keep making more of these mm-hmm. and he was like yeah. that's the worst one <laughs> why yeah. don't you want more date chocolate covered dates that's my least favorite child what are you yeah. doing <laughs> why would you want to support that one him <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then it just like uh, unbelievable success of mm-hmm. uh you know now and is now owned by Hershey. They mm-hmm. they got they oh and yeah I think what happened the so when he died he gave the company to only his sons mm-hmm. not his daughters and nice. all the sons hated each other <laughs> and just like tore the place apart until Hershey bought it and that's where it that's where it became maybe it wasn't the patriarchy maybe he knew that they were you know not great people so he did it on purpose to tear them apart and oh my left, God. left the ladies out of it so they'd be cool. Yeah. I'm sure it's not that he made a bad patriarchal <laughs> yeah. Let's rewrite history on Reese. Yeah, I don't think you need to do Mr. Reese any favors. But I, I, the reason this was I, what something that stuck with me was the reason why it tastes kind of the way it does because mm. he would roast the peanuts mm-hmm. to like almost burnt level, and that's what kind of gave the peanut butter its taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a very specific taste. Reese's peanut butter. 
Definitely. Well, and we are for sure going to be talking about that specific taste in just a few moments here. You you did such an excellent job of recalling your own research from your <laughs> podcast that I'm sure was recorded a hundred years I ago know. at this point. So good job. <laughs> so I want to tell you all just very briefly, specifically about the Reese's ice cream, uh, which officially debuted just in January of this year, 2023. Whoa is the first time Reese's has produced its own ice cream. Now you might feel like you've seen Reese's ice cream in the store prior to that. And that would be because for a long time, they were licensing the Reese's brand to Breyers. So Breyers was Mm. producing that ice cream and slapping the Reese's branding on it. But that, that time has passed. Reese's has realized, hey, we got a pretty good thing going here. So let's get in on that ice cream money action. And um, they kept the box size though, the same shape of the box. It's because that's why I thought it was just Briars or Dryers, yeah. whichever one it that's is. That's a good point. Yeah. So, so it's Briars. Now you all have Briars in LA, right? Because Dryers have... is Edie's on the East Coast. Right. And that's the tall one. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. But Briars is like the squat one. It's yeah. It's I even when I used to do stand up comedy, I had a joke about how could there possibly be a Briars and a (laughs) Dryers ice cream that aren't related to each other? It doesn't make any sense. I wish they were called Edie's here. And that's actually a great segue where we lead into our guests do a tight five on whatever topic they want. (laughs) I got just the thing. How about we cut it down to a tight 30 seconds? Yes. Oh yeah, you got you got some greatest hits from the Briars Dryers portion of your set. Let's hear it. The the line that I uh, to look back fondly on my stand-up comedy <laughs> is so rare, but the line Aww. that I actually liked was that there's no way someone named David Dreyer got into the ice cream business and then by coincidence someone named David Breyer also <laughs> got into ice cream. <laughs> and that's it. I'm out. <laughs> David was my father's name. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I I loved it. I'm glad that you can look back fondly on your stand-up career for that beautiful Briars moment. Talk about a full circle. I know. Circle it was all me. leading to this. Uh, so Reese's makes seven different frozen dairy desserts. And you might notice I very specifically say frozen dairy dessert. They are mostly not actual ice cream. The ice cream that we are talking about today is considered light ice cream. Yeah, I saw that on the box. I was wondering what the deal was there. So when I was first figuring this whole thing out, I was like, well, I don't want the light one. I want like the full fat one. Come on. Um, But they, they don't make a full fat one. It's just the light ice cream. And they label it that way because of their ingredient list, it just contains less fat than a real peanut butter ice cream would contain, but enough dairy that they can call it ice cream and not frozen dairy dessert. Does that make Mm. sense? Did I say that correctly? Yeah, it's like the um, soft serve thing of like, it's not, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't really like soft serve because Mm. I, it's barely cream in it or fat. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of stabilizers. Uh, our old friend Carrageenan and and friends like that. Um, but yeah, so so this that we're tasting today is 
considered ice cream, albeit a light ice cream. Uh, in addition to the peanut butter cup flavor that we're having today, they also make Reese's Pieces mini vanilla peanut butter light ice cream. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> that one has a vanilla base, Reese's Pieces inclusions, and a peanut butter swirl. They also make a chocolate peanut butter frozen dessert, which is chocolate base, peanut butter cup chunks, and peanut butter swirl, and other novelties like frozen dairy dessert cones and sandwiches. But today we are tasting the good old fashioned Reese's peanut butter ice cream. And I'm so excited to talk about it. All right, that means we're almost ready for the flavor of the day. But first, let's avoid getting brain freeze and take a little break. All right, we're back with our guest, Daniel Zaffron, and it's time for the main event. This week, we tasted Reese's Peanut Butter Ice Cream. Before we give our personal reviews, we always read the company's take on their product, or as we like to call it, the ice cream dream. All right, so uh, the ice cream itself is Reese's Peanut Butter with chunks of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Reese's Peanut Butter Swirl. And the marketing copy is, America's favorite chocolate at peanut butter candy is back in a big new way with a new home online. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they thought we couldn't get any cooler. Aren't you in for a frozen treat? I love tasting websites. So filling. Well, that was really interesting. <laughs> um, okay, so how our review works is we each tried the ice cream and then independently scored them from one to five in taste, texture, creativity, and visual appeal. We'll each go over our personal scores, then average them together, and that'll give us our final score. Marcelo, Marcello, kick it off. You're going to keep confusing everybody on earth about how to pronounce my name. <laughs> it's both. This was interesting. This was, uh, it, hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was, it was peanut butter and it was the candy. So I'll, I'll say, I'll give it this. It is what it is on, uh, says on the box. You know, you're not getting misled here. Exactly. It is a Reese's peanut butter ice cream. So for taste, I gave it, I don't know. I wanted more. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. I don't feel like so sure about this, but I gave it a four. It was really peanut buttery. Um, when you got the chunks of the peanut butter, like the Reese's cup in there, it was like, oh yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know if that's in its favor because it's it's the candy. The candy is very good. I, you get a bite of that. It's not like they had to create something new there. They just mm -hmm. took something that was already excellent and world renowned and just like stuffed it in there. Um, so I gave it a four. Uh, for texture, I gave it a three and that was, yeah, mainly because I didn't get enough of those big chunks. But when I did, my very last bite was just like half of a Reese's cup just <laughs> stuffed in there. So I was like, well, now I'm not eating ice cream. I'm just eating a Reese's cup, which again, isn't the worst thing in the world. No, it's a good like, thing. Yeah. You want like maybe a more consistent chunk size with something as specific as this. And um, I think, I don't know, the peanut butter base, uh, ice cream base was, I don't know. <laughs> texture-wise. Uh, for creativity, I gave it a three. You know, it's one of those things that's right down the middle. You know, you you, tr you converted it from this into this, and you did it. Mm -hmm. Okay, you did it. You didn't excel. It wasn't any, it wasn't, there's no real twist on it here. You just made a peanut butter ice cream and put some chunks of a candy in it. Cool. But you didn't mess it up, so you get a three. Okay. And for visual appeal, I gave it a two. Mm. It was didn't like to look at this thing. <laughs> it was it was a, a whole bunch of brown. 
there was yeah. some tan and then some brown and then the chunks were like again not like so uneven to be like okay there's some some brown chunks in here cool mm -hmm. um mm. so taste four texture three creativity three visual appeal two for a total score of 3.4 wow 3 .4. daniel what did you think I'm just glad you gave it over a four for taste because when we did the Reese's episode on our <laughs> show, I think one one somebody gave it like a two point something and it was wow. insulting. Yeah, that's that's wild. <laughs> Slap in the yeah, face. That was I must have offended him outside of the show, and that's why he did that to me. It, you're you're in a safe space here. We are peanut butter people. Um Good. so don't don't worry about that. <laughs> well, so for taste, I I agree that it needed more chunks of chocolate in it mm -hmm. because it was so much peanut butter. Like, I don't know if I would have liked it better if the actual ice cream was chocolate mm -hmm. with the ribbons of peanut butter. Yeah. But I guess with a Reese's, it is predominantly peanut butter. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of all depends on which size you're talking about. Well, yeah. You know? I, but you know what we the miniature cup we found mm -hmm. was the best kind and that one is mostly chocolate mm -hmm. so maybe this would be better with the chocolate the ice cream being chocolate but i i still thought it tasted pretty i gave it a 4.5 for taste nice. i thought it tasted like the the peanut butter ice cream was pretty good the swirl the ribbons of peanut butter were also good and yeah those chunks while they were few and far between when mm -hmm. they showed up it was very exciting yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so the balance is so hard uh, over and over again like finding the right inclusion amount like what they put inside it's just they, it's almost impossible to balance it correctly yeah that's why so many like you know homemade or off-brand mm -hmm. recent maybe not off-brand reese's but different brands ruses but like so many of those knockoffs uh again i'm being like uh derogatory about these competitors mm -hmm. which a lot of them are good but a lot of times yeah. the, the ratio is so off yeah but yeah i that was definitely going on for this so for texture my biggest turnoff with it, like I loved the the hard chunks, the like frozen bits of it. I loved the the I guess stickiness of the peanut butter ribbons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the um ice cream itself, maybe it just got in my head with the light ice cream label, mm -hmm. but yeah. it felt um it was not nearly as dense as I wanted. Mm -hmm. It was almost like fuzzy, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Uh, so it was, yeah that that kind of turned me off a little bit but the the uh, the stuff added in brought it back up to a 4.25 i gave it for texture nice. uh, i'm like totally trashing it oh, it was a 4.9 uh, it was disgusting it gets a seven out of five. Yeah. creativity i'm i'm with you i gave it a 2.5 because all it is is an ice cream version of the candy yeah. Which, while that is good, there's nothing interesting. Like, this is, you know, this is like Cold Stone, where you say, give me peanut butter, give me chopped up uh, Reese's, or give mm -hmm. me death. <laughs> yeah, it's just sm smush them together. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. So it wasn't that exciting in that sense. Um, and then for visual appeal, I gave it a three, because I, yep. I, it is all kind of one tone. Mm. Um, it's, it, it 
I, I the the ribbons were nice. I liked the little streaks. It was you know like a like a yeah. like a gold mine, and I was finding mm-hmm. the veins of ore. <laughs> but it it wasn't it wasn't beautiful. But it wasn't you know. I feel like rum raisin is kind of an ugly ice cream. Mm. Like this, this wasn't, this was pretty neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I think neutral is a very good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most neutral of colors. Yeah. But uh, so my, that, so my total score for this would be a 4.075. Wow. Right. <laughs> inched over a four. I know. I, I told you I got to keep it over a four overall. But my, uh, I always think my notes on this though is that if you're into, re- if, if the peanut butter is what you're into Reese's for, I think you're yeah. going to like this a lot more. And and my wife, who uh, she had like eighty five percent of her taste back when she tried it, mm. um, she gave the flavor a five. So this is mm. this is a flavor that punches through long COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the box, Reese. Yeah. You got something good yeah. there. Yeah, it's better than come taste our website or whatever they. Oh they gosh, <laughs> Carolyn, what did you think? Well, it, just in my like pastry chefy brain it's the thing that you want to keep it simple but do it perfectly and yeah. i think that the miniature reese's peanut butter cup which i believe you said on candy is dandy that was the original size the yeah. the penny cup that yeah, really so 16 that makes sense <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. that really has the perfect ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. So that's it's like head and shoulders above the other ones also. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much better. Yeah. And considering how much less peanut butter there is in that mini compared to the bigger ones, you would think that the chocolate would overpower it, but that super dark roasted peanut butter is strong enough to stand up to the chocolate. So um, I, I think that the chocolate and the peanut butter are both such essential components and the chocolate just wasn't here. That's a like, good point. At all. So I gave it a four for taste um, because it's... the peanut butter taste was awesome. <laughs> like yeah. it was it, so good. It's I love how like we can't yeah. put it down. Like we put it down and can't give it a low score. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, be, I mean it it needed the chocolate so badly, but the peanut butter was so so good. Um so I gave it a 4 for taste. Texture, I gave it a 3 for many of the same reasons you all just mentioned. Um I really felt like I didn't get hardly any of the peanut butter cup chunks in mine, yeah. which is partially why I felt like I have no chocolate here. <laughs> um so uh, it definitely needed more of those inclusions. The peanut butter ribbon was fine, a little chewy, a little gummy, but like I kind of liked that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then the the base itself, I agree, was definitely like overly aerated, like just feeling like oh, this is just uh, Carrageenan City over here. Yeah, so. and there was some kind of aftertaste in there that was almost like artificial sugars. You know, there's something mm-hmm. in there that at the, at the back end that occasionally popped up was like, oh, don't, don't love that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, texture three, creativity a two. You know, you, you did the thing that you set out to do all those years ago, but now you're doing it in ice cream form. So 
Good job. Visual appeal. I really went back and forth between a three and a two on this one. <laughs> um, but I ended up going with three because I didn't find it egregious. It just wasn't great. And yeah. I went back and I looked and I had given uh, Red Velvet a two. So I was like, well, it's <laughs> definitely better than Red Velvet. Better so Red Velvet. I gave it a three. So all of my scores combined to make a 3.4, which I think, Marcelo, that's what you had too, that's right? That's what I got. Yeah, you just flip-flopped creativity and visual appeal. We Man, again. you two are in sync. I, I am, know. and I'm up there my with my four digit numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I always find it fun because we never tell like you know we, we just use solid numbers, just like four, three, three, two. But inevitably, the guests will come in and be like, uh, four point one three six seven, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we, I, it's fine. We can compute it the same way. So it's yeah, just, my it's wife, fun. my wife was like, are you allowed to? Do they want you to do these fractions in this? <laughs> you know, it's Marcelo thought that I should tell people not to, but I was like, I have to tell people so many other things, and like this doesn't matter. So I, I don't care. It's great. I've honestly come to like it. I've it very enjoyable to see how specific people get and you know part of it's like we have to as you know we have to do this over and over and over again so i don't have to i'm not going to think that hard like to f that fraction level but sure yeah you're just tasting one ice cream one time you can come up with a more specific number yeah well so i don't know if you all are doing the mental math out there but our three scores uh combined for an average of 3.63 Okay. So Man. I think that feels about right to me. I really threw a weird digit into <laughs> into this final score. Uh, yeah, that's it for, you know, for like you were saying, for like a mass produced corporate mm -hmm. thing. And I mean, as usual with something like a scale like this, like a, a solid three is not a bad ice cream and a four is going to be like an exceptional ice cream like a great ice cream where it's mm -hmm. like yeah this is the jam this is my favorite sort of thing and like to reach the level of like over a four and a five is like just really being creative and like really doing a twist on it or being super classic and perfecting it so like there's nothing wrong with a 3.63 and with that we'll move on to our next segment the wheel of toppings Gonna spin that wheel and see what the flavor of the day is. Well, we'll spin Topping the wheel. Of the day. Dang it. Never mind. <laughs> Carolyn, spin that wheel. I'm spinning the wheel. I'm spinning the wheel. What did we get? Huh. Okay. So we actually got the same topping that we spun with our last peanut butter flavor. It's chocolate syrup. So in the case of our last peanut butter flavor, we had so many inclusions in that Dolcezza gelato peanut butter mash that it was like, yeah. oh no, we can't have chocolate syrup here. That sounds insane. But I think with this one, chocolate syrup might be a welcome addition. I mean, that, we literally talked about how the one thing this is lacking is chocolate flavoring. So it at least balances the flavor part out, if not necessarily the texture being necessary. Yeah, that's my hesitation here is I don't know if yeah. that's the kind of chocolate I want with this. Yeah. I I do I agree with that sentiment, but I still want to add chocolate however I can. So Yeah. Um, you know, would I prefer if it was a magic shell? Ooh, I'd be Ooh. pretty happy with a magic shell. Yeah. And that like replicates again like a Reese's like which mm -hmm. is basically peanut butter coated in chocolate. So that's actually I like that. Maybe we I'm... could freeze our chocolate and turn it into a magic shell, this yeah. chocolate syrup. You know, you really just need coconut oil to make uh, 
magic shell. So yeah, just slap a little coconut oil in there. That's not on the wheel, Carol. It's not on the wheel. It's no. been a secondary wheel. I wanted to land on coconut oil. The wheel of secondary toppings. We're going to make that a Patreon level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know if, because chocolate syrup a lot of time has, it, it almost has like a, like it dries your throat or like kind of burns mm. your throat a little bit. What kind of chocolate syrup are you having, Daniel? I am worried about you. No, it's penicillin chocolate syrup, and I'm allergic to penicillin. But uh, yeah, I didn't know. It, I kind of, I, I feel like it might make it a little too thick. I don't know. Yeah, there's a thickness to this. Well, the peanut butter that, yeah, texturally, yes. it's not, I, I, not for me. Thank you so much to our guest, Zaniel. Zaniel Daffrin. (laughs) Zany Daniel. So many people would get my name wrong at open mics. Like nobody pronounced it right. I don't know how. It's not even hard. It's It's not that hard. Looking at it. And for some reason, a lot of people want to say Zac Efron. And I, <laughs> I, I don't know if that urge came over you. Carolyn would love That urge is always coming over yeah. me. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, it's a big disappointment when the, I walk out after they say Zac Efron's here. <laughs> now that I have your attention. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, is there anything that you would like to tell our friends? Any plugs you want to make? I want to plug my podcast candy is dandy the candy review podcast it comes out uh, the first and third wednesday of every month like you already said we review it's it's this show but with candy it's the same thing um yeah it's twice a month usually uh sometimes we do bonus we've been starting to do like uh reviewing local candy stores around the mm. country cool. and it's you know comparing hat like face-to-face different similar versions of candy bars showdowns and yeah we have all sorts of episodes but yeah you can find that anywhere wherever you're getting your podcasts you can find candy is dandy now that one's not going to be as family friendly am i correct about that depending on what your family is like i guess depending on your family you know there are we've heard from several children that listen to it and i and i wonder like what are they thinking like it's not (laughs) it's not like we're like you know hey guys and joe rogan's here like it's not like there is an occasional swear which i will mark in the episode and sometimes joking gets a little blue Mm. but uh it doesn't hopefully go too far at least for the eight-year-olds that are listening to all right good that sounds perfect who can ask for anything more (laughs) well thank you so so much this was so fun yeah. yeah, thank you for having me. This was very exciting. And now I have a whole tub of ice cream to eat while my <laughs> wife is in Europe. You're welcome. And yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, Daniel. And thanks to all of you for listening. Before we get to the last bite and reveal next episode's flavor, here's your friendly reminder to please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps other people find the show when you review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to get podcasts in underground, in the sky. Um, (laughs) And we'd love to hear your suggestions for what flavor to try next, except for rum raisin, apparently. Uh, (laughs) DM us on Instagram at Sunday Funday Podcast or email us at sundayfundaypodcast at gmail.com. That's Sunday with an E and Funday with a Y. And why don't we go ahead and reveal next episode's flavor? 
So this episode that you're listening to right now, this came out just a couple of weeks before Halloween, hence our Halloween candy themed ice cream selection. Before the next full episode comes out, we're going to be doing a mini episode about uh, ice cream candy novelties. So watch and for that. the next full moon, yeah. I'll turn into a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to drop the day before Halloween. So get excited for that. But the next full episode that we're going to do is Van Leeuwen, Earl Grey. Ooh, fancy. Van Leeuwen is the place that charged me six fifty for a scoop of ice cream. <laughs> Van Leeuwen! Curse you! <laughs> All right, well, that'll put the Reese's Cup on top for today. As ever, I'm Marcelo. And I'm Carolyn. Reminding you to always live life a la mode. Bye!